Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with my good friend, coach, mentor, John Obolewski. How are you today, John? Hey, Jim. I'm, I'm really good. Uh, excited about today's episode. Yeah. It's a continuation from last week. Uh, in uh, episode 219, we started uh, this uh, conversation around four indelible lessons yeah. uh, that I learned from 2023. And the first two were refuse to put God in a box. Yeah. And uh, secondly, to move forward, you must let go of something. So if you didn't get a chance yeah. to listen to 219, you're probably going to want to do that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so uh, here are two more today that yeah. uh, we'd like to share with our, our wonderful listening and watching audience. Uh, yeah. So are you ready to go, Jim, or do you have any comments you want to start with? No, I'm ready, brother. Do it. All right. So here's indelible lesson number three, finding convergence requires steps of faith, sacrifice, and consistency. Finding convergence requires steps of faith, sacrifice, and consistency. So let me define convergence. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terry Walling wrote a great book called Stuck, Navigating the Transitions of Life and Leadership. So this is his definition, but I, I thought it was really good. Convergence is the focused time when a Christ follower reaches the end only to discover a unique contribution, the net result of years of formation and life experience. Convergence involves the coming together of who God has shaped an individual to be and a sense of, I was born to do this. Yeah, It's that time when all of who a Christ follower is meets what God has assigned him or her to do. Right That's on. convergence. And convergence. in the last 10 years of my life, I feel like I've lived in, in that convergence. And it yeah. has been incredible. Yeah. But to get there, and yeah. a lot of people never yeah. get there. Yeah. It requires, uh, I, I think there are three huge pieces to that. And so I'd like to explore those pieces Please. with you. Yeah. So the first one is it requires convergence requires steps of faith. Okay. Taking risks. Um, you know, my anecdotal research on this seems to suggest that more people play it safe in life than take calculated risks. Yeah. And so more people than not never find that amazingly fulfilling place in life where they know they're doing precisely what God has put them on planet Earth to do. Right. Uh, but those who do, who, who take the, the necessary risks, man, they live a great life. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, Converge Coaching has been a faith operation from its inception. Yeah. You know, we took a huge leap at age 55. Wow. Uh, left a great paying job in the business world. Yeah. To start this company, uh, a dream, and it was a dream. I had no yeah. idea if it was going to succeed, if we were going to survive. And yeah. and so from the very beginning, it was risk. There was risk associated with it. And yeah. as each year goes by, it seems like God is asking us to take more steps of faith. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I was in the business world, this mantra was very popular. Low risk, low reward. High risk, high reward. Uh, now, we're not encouraging you to take stupid risks. 
Right. But we are encouraging you, if you want to find that place, that convergence, that wonderful, you know, like I'm doing what God has designed me to do. Yeah. It is going to require God-inspired risk. And some of those risks will scare you. Yeah. What do you think about that first idea oh, under yeah. this third oh, lesson? That's yeah. right. I don't think you know this. I'm actually writing another book right now, and it's called Guts. And it, and it's about it's about this. It's people recognizing I'm supposed to be this and do that and go there. And if, if my dream life would be this, and then they just stay where they are because they lack that. I don't know if it's faith or courage. I just call it guts because it's a nice blue color way to say it. But the courage to jump, the courage to to, to quit, the courage to start. These are these are not insignificant questions. These are really tough things. But but again, well, I think it was Joyce Myers that said it. You know, I somebody said, "Well, I won't do it because I'm afraid." And she said, "Just do it afraid. Just do it afraid. O obey, even though it scares you." And I think right. that is. Yeah, I went skydiving when I turned 50. There's there's a moment as you're getting ready to jump out of a plane where you go, you know, is this a good idea? Um, but it, but my soul was thrilled at the prospect of jumping out of that airplane uh before, during, and after. I've never done it since because it made me sicker than a dog, but it, it was it was, you know, that's fun. I'm running a first marathon or climbing a mountain or going back to school to get your degree, whatever that is. We all know what that feels like to have a dream. And to take those risks, those sacrifices need to be made. And right. I, I think we all would appreciate it. I, I, my pastor, Tommy Barnett, Phoenix, Arizona, 80-ish years old, they said, what do you regret in your life? He said, I didn't dream big enough. And the guy is known for like starting everything right. and being amazing for decades. And, and I didn't dream big enough. I wish that I had more faith sure. earlier in life. So I, I think if we're going to have regrets at the end of this, it won't be the, the swings that we took. It'll be the, the pitches we let pass us by. You're right. The number one answer to the question posed to people who are on their deathbed is if you yeah. could have a do-over, what would you do differently? Number one answer, I would have taken more risks. Wow. Wow. Number one. Yeah. So so to mm. get to get to that intersection, and we've talked about this yeah. so much, your passion, pain, and proficiency. Yeah. That will not come without steps of faith. Yes. In my in my estimation. Here's the second piece yeah. of this third indelible lesson. The yeah. three the, the the second piece of the puzzle is sacrifice. Yeah. I don't believe we'll get to live in that sweet spot of our passion where the passion, pain, and, and proficiency intersect without without sacrifice. Yeah. Um we happily took a 50% pay cut to follow God's lead when we launched the company in 2013. But in order to survive. We sold our house. We sold one of our, we went down to one car. We rearranged our lifestyle. Again, we were happy to do it. Nothing heroic about that. Yeah. It was just, no, this is what we need to do. And we were happy to do it. And so if you're serious about finding convergence, um, it's going to require some level of sacrifice. You won't get there without it. Yeah. Wow. But isn't that, that's it, right? I, I believe enough to have action is actually the definition of faith. It's not mm -hmm. faith without works. It's I, I I trust enough to let go. I believe enough to go to Egypt and tell Pharaoh he's not God. I mean, these are yeah, I'm going to face the giant. I'm going to rebuild the wall. I'm going to all the great stories, you know, in, in Scripture in Hebrews 11. They all require this 
this potential, you know, I, I'm going to, David doesn't say I'm going to kill Goliath. He says, I'm going to fight Goliath. I, that leaves a lot of options open, <laughs> you know? That's um, right. Uh, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God, we serve, will deliver us. Uh, but even if he doesn't, we will not bow to those idols. I, that That is a, I think it's a fundamental, that's the energy that opens the door to your next thing is, is faith, right? Pushing, what pushes that door open, you know, that's the days of, days of John the Baptist till now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. They yep. don't wait for the door to fall on them in an open position. They, they kick, they knock, you know, they, uh, there's a force to it. I, I don't know. I, I think that Christianity without faith is, is a, just a terrible way to live. And I think leadership without faith, you're, you're a manager. Just admit you're a manager and you're just going to manage it until it dies. That, that's right. not leadership, though. Leadership requires risk. And, you know, again, like you said, calculated risk, not crazy yeah. risk. But, but let's consider it. It might be too much. That's like, perfect. Let's go do it. That's a good thing. Right. So steps of faith, sacrifice. And then the third piece of finding convergence is consistency. Uh, yeah. You know, most pastors who experience fruitful ministry have been at their post for at least seven years. Yeah. Most. Now, there are stories of people who, hey, I planted a church and six months later, there's 8,000 people there. Right. I'm, I, that always scares me. Uh, yeah, because six months later, six months later, it'll be zero, right? Yeah. That, and I don't know if anybody's prepared for that kind of rapid yeah. growth on the inside, you know, uh, internally. Right. Uh, but pastors, most pastors who experience fruit, they've put in the work. Yeah. Week in, week out, whether they felt like it or not, whether they yeah. saw immediate impact or not, they stuck with it because yeah. they understood something that they have a calling. Right. And, and and that getting to the end zone, getting good outcomes is not a pole vault. It's not a broad jump. It's choosing the right behaviors hour by hour, day by day, week yeah. by week, and staying at it even when they didn't see immediate fruit from their labor. Yeah. I, I think, Jim, a huge part of finding convergence in your life, finding that sweet spot, is, is simply showing up consistently and yeah. giving your best effort. Yeah. You know, Jesus compares a lot of the kingdom to agriculture. Yeah. So to say, I and I, I just put a, a spade in the ground six months ago, and now it's a 100-acre farm. You, you go, ah... Maybe not, right? But if you say I'm gonna I'm gonna add a half an acre every year to my farm and be faithful to the acres I've already farmed and continue yeah. to grow in a direction, that really is, I think, more of the expectation of the kingdom of God, right? Is that we're gonna put seeds into soil. It's gonna take time. There'll be a return. How you invest that return determines the size of the operation in, in years to come. And I, I I'm with you. I hear like we just exploded overnight. You know, why is that? Well, the church down the road had a scandal. It's like, oh, you you didn't grow. You inherited some yeah. some very real some very real problems, and you have, you're not succeeding. You're you're in the process of I don't know, not failing, but you it, it isn't the blessing you might think it is. You know, so I I think that ongoing faithful labor, watering, weeding, hoeing, spading, plowing, planting, that harvesting that is agriculture. We expect that with seeds and dirt, and I, I think it's a, a really biblical expectation expectation for our ministries as well so indelible yeah. lesson number three yeah if you want to find that 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 amazing season of life where you're doing what god has put you on planet earth to do it's going to take faith it's going to take sacrifice 
and it's going to take consistency over yep. a long period of time for you to get there. Let me give you the fourth one, Jim, the yeah, fourth yeah, yeah. lesson, and that is don't toy with your health. Yeah. Don't toy with your health. And I, I mean your physical health. I also mm -hmm. mean your inner life, your spiritual yeah. health, your emotional health, your mental health. Yeah. Um, early in October, well, actually about the middle of October, Jim, I had my second bout with COVID. Yeah. And uh, both times I've had COVID, uh, there was, you know, physical ramifications that came along with it. But surprisingly, mental and emotional struggle came right along with it, too. Yeah. And yeah. here's what I think kind of led up to that experience. Uh, I had been doing a, a lot of extra travel, um, a lot of high energy demand events, several long days in a row, kind of capped off about three months of that kind of effort. And here's what happened. Uh, the, the not, and I shouldn't have been surprised. You know, this happens when you're in a season of great growth. And you are riding the wave and you think, yeah, I can, I can travel. I, you know, I can do more than I really should be doing. Um, here's what starts to happen. The neglect of friendship. Uh, the neglect of fun. Listen, if you're, if you're a leader, you need to interject some fun into your life. You stop. You need to stop and, and ask the Lord, Lord, help me to learn how to play again. Because I think if you learn how to play, you'll actually be better at work. Um, yeah. but uh, that was gone. And the, uh, and, and the things that fill my emotional tank, those activities, uh, I mean, we're, we're not to be found anywhere on my calendar. Jim, throughout yeah. that three month stretch, I was taking my day off, but it wasn't mm -hmm. delivering the usual refreshment that it was bringing to me. My sleep was, was messed up. Right. All of the warning signs. That something was going on, something was wrong. Um, but I thought to myself, if I just push through this season, I can rest later. Can I tell you that that is one of the most foolish thinking processes yeah. you can have as a leader? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I forgot, and I, I've been teaching this for 30, um, well, not for 30 years, maybe 20 plus years now. Yeah. teaching on this and I wrote books on it and I work hard at it but I but I forgot something Jim this fall that I cannot ignore my limitations for very long without paying a steep price and so middle of October not only did COVID knock on my door anxiety and depression also paid an unwelcome visit to me yeah. and it's the first time in five years that I've had any sniff of that in my life. Yeah. And, and Jim, it's, a, it's as though God allowed me to taste those two twin evils again as a reminder that they're still real. They're yeah. forces that need to be reckoned with preventatively. And I wrote this in my journal. Uh, I cannot play with my mental and emotional well-being. Yeah. The road back to health is a much harder road than the road of staying healthy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And when I when I take this idea that I'm going to push, 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 and some at some point I'll rest. Um, it's like playing Russian roulette with your health. 
And the more the Lord made it very clear to me, Jim, that that is not an option for me. It's just not an option for me. I have to be diligent with my calendar. That means putting hard edges on my day, still staying with the weekly day off. I need to cultivate those friendships in my life and get them on my calendar that 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 feed my soul. Exercise has to be a regular part of my routine. I can't I just can't say, well, I'll get to it next week anymore. And I have to really work hard at reintroducing fun into my life. Mm -hmm. And for me, fun, there's a variety of activities that I would consider fun. But Jim, it was a wake up. It was a wake up call. Yeah. Scary in it. I, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be back on the edge of that again, right. Mm. To, to feel those things again after yeah. but that, that, that thing, I, something you said there, John, I'd like you to come back to you if you wouldn't mind. And that is, sure. you know, it's been five years and you kind of test the boundaries again of what you have to give and how long you can go and what you can live yeah. without. And there really is a border in there. When you cross that right. border, you're in enemy territory and you're out of control. You're outside of the jurisdiction of, of mental, emotional, physical health. Right. And I, and I it, I think something else you said that was clear to me was it's easier to stay healthy than it is to try to regain health. 100%. Because when when you're when you're dealing with that, it isn't like well, I'll, just, I'll take one step back across the border, and you don't know where the border is. You're you're in the dark. Uh, you know, does it, does it take a day to get better? Does it take a month to get better? Will I never be better again? No one knows the answer to those questions That's once right. you're in that other place. And it's uh, I, I anyone who's experienced it would experience the sobering power of what you're describing, where it's like, I never, if there's a yellow light on my dashboard, I'm pulling over and changing my oil. I'm not waiting to blow my engine because it's such a, such a terrifying, awful place to be. How are you doing now? You know, I'm in a better spot. Um, And I I remember uh, you were such a good friend to me uh, during that time. And you would check in on me and see how I was doing. And I remember telling you, you know, Jim, I get to the end of a day and I just feel sad. And I, you know, it just is. There's nothing I can do to get myself out of that. And and that, you know, get to the end of the day. And I was, I was at working at a very reduced rate, a very reduced clip because I had physical limitations too, because of the COVID. Um, and, uh, and yet, even though I wasn't working nearly as many hours, I would I get to the nighttime and boy, I just would feel this descending of sadness on me. Um, yeah. And so that, you know, I, I realized, okay, what, John, what do you know to do? Get, get right. with your friends, get your body moving. Uh, uh, make sure that you are um, doing those activities that, that bring joy to you. We, you know, we had yeah. some, unusually nice weather the last few weeks yeah. for the for the time of yeah. year well when i'm saying last few weeks i mean like in november we're we're recording this this is in november yeah. we're recording this right but this is right. how you're going to be hearing this in 2024 and so i've been yeah. out letting the sun hit my face and walking and yeah. taking drinking in the blue sky and sunshine which we never see here in michigan in november um yeah and that's really been helpful to me. So I feel like I'm in a better spot. 
Yeah. But I've been chastened. Yeah. Uh, by by the Lord, I think in Saint John, I never want you to forget that those that anxiety and depression, you don't need to be fearful of them. But right. they're never they're never going to be far away if you start misbehaving again. Right. And be straight so, from the path. Yeah. That's right. And so um, this fourth one was the the final uh, of the four that I learned this year, and it was yeah. a tough lesson. Um, and and I I'll just say this, you know. For those of you who have gone through this experience, you're or you're still in the experience of anxiety and depression, it is a really hard, dark, miserable place to be. And if you're there, please don't try to get out of that by yourself. Um, you need a counselor. You need a friend. Um, you you need people that are in your corner. Um, and you're going to have to change the way you live and work yeah. um so yeah that this fourth one was one i wasn't expecting to learn in 2023 jim yeah well and because of this we've kind of renewed some commitment that converge it's always been there but on this yeah. podcast specifically uh, for the next several weeks you just want to give us kind of a taste of what we're going towards the next yeah we're gonna of- we're gonna spend the next i don't know four to six weeks talking about mental and emotional well-being we're gonna have some guests on yeah that uh, are uh, people that have been there, done that, um, and, and yeah. some who have chronicled their journey in a book. Um, but we're going to focus, and we're going to take as much time as we need. Uh, we might do two months. Uh, we're just going to see yeah. how this thing plays out. But but I, I, I feel so much passion about this. It's renewed in me. Because, Jim, my heart goes out to leaders who are going through this and feel like they've got yeah. nowhere to turn. Right. And right. nowhere to go to. And the truth is, you do have places to turn and you do have places yes. to go to. And uh, so we're going to we are going to rev up that engine and we're going to spend an adequate amount of time uh, because. I feel that. In order for you to accomplish everything you want to accomplish in life, a great marriage, being a great parent, being a good friend, being a good leader is going to require you to be well. Yeah. Not just physically well, which is important. Right. But on the inside that you are healthy and you are well. And so, yeah, we're going to do that. uh, Right on. Over the next four, six, eight weeks. Uh, right on. As long as it we, takes, right? That's right. We're going to just be as thorough as we yeah. can uh, with this because we, uh, Jim, it's just been reintroduced to me how important this is. It's not a game. It's not something you can play with. It's not something you can say, oh, well, I'll take care of my health later. No, 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 no. Yeah. Right. It's absolutely critical that you get your arms around this. And so that's why. We're going to spend so much time on it in the upcoming pods. Right. I look forward to it. I, I know that I speak for the audience as well, that when you talk about mental and emotional health to leaders, you're, you're not quoting somebody that, you know, some Greek philosopher from a thousand years ago. You're, you're saying last Tuesday, you know, or in the last 10 years. And I, 
I think because of that, you bring such an authority to it. So, and I see this too, to those that are watching and listening, you know, people that are going through things right now, you know, the holidays, as you listen to this are over with these long, dark days of winter in yeah. Michigan, specifically Montana, Idaho, you know, that Northern hemisphere, we, we don't see daylight during office hours. I mean, we, if we work all day, we come into work in the dark, we go home in the dark. That's hard. That's hard on the human soul to, create to live that way. So um, if you know someone that needs these podcasts coming up, tell them to listen to this one. Tell them to get ready for the next several because it's yeah. you don't have to go through this and you don't have to go through this alone. There's ways out of this. John is our, is our guide through this jungle. And uh, these next episodes, I believe we're going to save marriages going to save ministries, maybe even save some lives. And so that is our, that is our prayer. So don't, don't let it be a secret. Let the world know that uh, somebody you trust is talking about something that people need to hear. So any, any closing thoughts, John, or was that our closing thoughts? No, let me just wrap it up by saying, reviewing these four indelible lessons from 2023. Yeah. Refuse to put God in a box. Yep. Realize to move forward. You're going to have to let go of something. Um, finding Convergence, that sweet spot, that intersection of your passion, pain, and proficiency is going to require risk, uh, yeah. sacrifice, and consistency. And then the last one, please, please, please don't toy with your health. And it's my hope, Jim, and I, I know it's yours too, that these four indelible lessons will help everybody listening and watching, that it will encourage you, it will challenge you. And I just want to say here's to a healthy, joyful and productive 2024. Right on. All right. Well, God bless you, our dear watchers and listeners. Uh, as you've heard many times, we love you. We're mm. praying for you. We believe in you. Um, you're the reason that we're not uh, taking a nap right now. We're working on something else. We we know that you listen. We know that you watch. And we know that this private conversation that we're having with you now sometimes becomes very, very important in your public lives. So, um, tune in the next several weeks and let's let's share that time heart to heart, uh, scripture by scripture, testimony by testimony together. And we love you, praying for you. Keep going. It's Tuesday. You haven't quit. It's New Year and maybe the best year of your ministry, of your marriage, of your life as you continue to lead from life.